0: You're listening to the Eat Drink Triad podcast, the podcast of the Triad Food and Beverage Coalition. We bring the restaurant and bar community to you, discussing issues that may impact not only Triad food and beverage businesses, but the public they serve. Let's open the menu and see what are today's specials.
1: I'm Algernon Cash, and this is Eat Drink Triad, uh, your leading source for everything happening throughout the food and beverage community. Um, Throughout the region. And um, as a lot of my my audience know, I love to get down to Lexington. I talk a lot about Lexington. I've highlighted so many restaurants down in Lexington um, as a result of my friendship with Mayor Newell Clark in that community. But I've also been able to start meeting new people and that's been a lot of fun to get to know other people in Lexington that are so passionate about this mid-sized community and some of the growth that they're experiencing. And one person I had a chance to meet recently is Jacob Gordon who is the executive director of Uptown Lexington. He is extremely passionate about Lexington and and their Uptown I'm not going to call it downtown. They call it Uptown in Lexington. <laughs> that's right. And he is working overtime to not only attract businesses, but to help those that are there to grow and just help people learn more about what's happening in this mid-sized community. Jacob, how are you today, man?
0: Pretty good. Thanks. uh, Thanks for having me. Uh, Like you said, we're excited about Lexington and the growth we're seeing. So we're just really enjoying all of our partnerships throughout the triad and really the whole region. So we're excited to connect with you guys and really uh, just grow what we have here.
1: So thank you again. Well, we are celebrating Valentine's Day. And I saw online, I know that you had posted in our group, in our Eat, Drink, Triad group several times at Facebook about some events that you all were leading um, down in Lexington. Seems like there's always some fun stuff happening in Lexington whenever whenever I'm looking around. But I guess to start, for, for those who may not know anything about uptown Lexington, may not know a lot about you Um, Just give us some context on the role Uptown Lexington plays in in the community. All
0: right. Um, And so a lot of cities, whether they're small cities, medium-sized cities, or larger, they have a downtown organization that kind of keeps momentum going. Um, We invest in a lot of design and revitalization projects to encourage historic preservation, but also to have new growth downtown. Uh, So we do a lot of economic development work. Um, Most people know us from our promotional marketing and event work. Um, So historically, we've done several Christmas events and holiday events, but we're starting to do other promotions and events throughout the year, whether that's just Uptown or that's us partnering with other events or, you know, tourism type organizations. So uh, we've been really excited to partner with, you know, tourism and other folks here in Lexington, but we're really growing those connections as we plan for larger events. We'd like to convert some of our events we have already into weekend-long events. We're seeing now that there is more than enough to do in a weekend to visit Lexington, so we're really trying to encourage that. Uh, But for Valentine's, we had something called Love Love in Lexington, N.C., uh, the hashtag was loving Lex So we had a landing page and we started this last year and tried to grow it this year. Uh, but it was kind of a landing page of everything you could do in Lexington right here in Lexington. We have a, a lot of folks who live in our northern part of the county or maybe down near the lake who, you know, they always go to Salisbury or Winston for everything. But we're really starting to show people that, hey, Lexington has it all too. We're just as good or better of an option. Uh, so come and in, in see what we're doing, see how we're growing. Um, you know, in uh, around St. Patrick's Day, we're going to do something called Luck in Lexington, kind of a similar idea to that. Uh, But this past Saturday evening, we um, had red and purple lights shining up on our historical museum, which is a prominent building here on the square. Uh, And people are enjoying those types of events, too. Um,
1: But, you know, they're they're I'm sorry real quick i mean you said that you had came up with a passport for things to do in lexington that must have been a mm-hmm. yeah. very long passport because there, there is a lot to do in lexington There's i, I a recently lot to do. I, I recently you know we recently released our um top five must try restaurants in 2022 based off a lot of the restaurants that i tried in 2021 um mm-hmm. and at the very top of that list was sophie's cork and Ale, um, led by chef john wilson in uptown lexington Um, He is also our Eat Drink Triad Burger Week champion as well. So, a lot of reasons reasons to get down and and certainly visit him. And then also, we had um, Christy Bellis on the show recently from the Go To Winston Salem, and she was highlighting events throughout the region that you could go check out for for Valentine's Day. Well, not just Valentine's Day, but what I call the love season, because a lot of people typically celebrate (laughs) Valentine's Day throughout the entire month of February. But one of the places she recommended that, that I thought was really cool was Childress Vineyards, and that was on her list. Um, mm-hmm. So it just seems like Lexington just keeps popping up on a lot of people's lists. And there's a lot of interesting restaurants that are opening down there. Um, I'm a huge fan of JJ's Mama's, Lulu's mm-hmm. Soul Bumps, um, Seafood. Um, I know the eatery that, that I had a chance to get introduced to Jay down there. Um, red donut, I mean rustic roots. I mean, there's just so many and right all right there in uptown Lexington. One thing I'm curious about, Jacob, what what's been the reaction of the people who actually live in the community? I know one of one of your roles is to try to get people to come do the staycation and come from outside and come in the community. How are people embracing all of the, the revitalization efforts right inside of Lexington?
0: You know, I think it it was a very interesting process, but especially during COVID, I think people were rediscovering their own hometowns or where they live in a way that we haven't really had the time to do in the past so even though a lot of restaurants may have been closed or had limited hours during the pandemic i think a lot of folks started to see oh wow we have new breweries here we have restaurants you know a lot of times lexington people think of barbecue and we have amazing barbecue but now we have so much more and we're really trying to look at how we brand ourselves you know we want to have a unique style of branding you know, we have our pig sculptures on the streets. That's one of our big projects. But we're wanting to do more public art. We're wanting to do more quality of life investment. We're going to partner with all of our breweries, our restaurants, to really showcase Lexington going forward. And the locals here are really loving it. They're, they, you know, every time they go into a new place, we're thinking, wow, this doesn't feel like the Lexington we know, but this is our new identity. And I think finding that identity and really, Advertising it correctly and, and having the right partnerships is what's going to get us to that next level.
1: You know that's really interesting to hear, and, and also it's hopeful to hear because I I know in so many communities um, throughout North Carolina where we've seen this kind of downtown revitalization, but it but, but not always um, accepted by the, the the residents and the people that live there. I know in Winston Salem we had to fight a lot of resistance from people who live here that just said they didn't want things to change. Um, They didn't want downtown to change. They didn't want the um, apartment rents in downtown to, to go up. They didn't want all these things, all these new things going on. And so it was just really curious, you know, to, to know how to how is Lexington residents embracing everything that's happening? Um, you know, I, I did notice I got a chance to come down and spend some time with you. Um, thank you again for um, sp- spending some time with me and just helping me understand a lot of what's going on in, in uptown right now. One of the things that you talked about that really surprised me was the demand for up, for people to live in Uptown. And, you know, we see that in much larger communities. Charlotte, Raleigh, Winston-Salem, Greensboro, High Point. But I, I was a little surprised to hear that's extending to a, a mid-sized community like Lexington.
0: It definitely is. Um, and the data show the more people that live here, the more investment we're going to have from new restaurants, new bars, new types of um activities and different groups like that. Um, we're trying to finish a lot of our upper floors. A lot of the upper floors have either been slightly redone or not. Uh, we had a grant program a few years back that encouraged all of our historical building owners to at least have windows in the second floor so that people's eyes would would go up. They'd see, oh wow, we have all of this space here. Um, I'd say maybe 50% is completed maybe a little less than that. So we're trying to encourage more apartments on the upper floors, but then also more new apartments in our new depot district. A lot of people haven't heard of our depot district, but it's directly next door uh, to uptown Lexington. And we're actually working to expand our downtown borders now so that we have more of a collaborative and a connected downtown. Uh, But this new depot district, we got over $30 million in in, uh, state, local, and federal funding to build a new Amtrak and transportation hub. Um, So we're very excited about that. The city actually had a lot of vision maybe 10 or 15 years ago and purchased all of the old furniture factories directly next door to Uptown and said, okay, we're going to have a vision and have a plan for how we make this into more of an entertainment district that will be near the Amtrak station that we want. Um, and so in 2020, it was announced that we would be getting the federal funding for this new Amtrak station. And ever since then, developers have really been interested in what's going on. Oh, wow, you've got a Goose and the Monkey Brewhouse. You've got Bull City Cider Works. And actually, they make all of the cider there for all of their cider locations. A lot of people don't know that. Um and and we're investing in park-like features uptown. People want more benches. They want more things to do. They want public restrooms. So it's all these little things that help build the momentum as we go forward. And a big part of that is, um, you know, our breweries, our pubs, our restaurants. That activity. People want that activity, and we just want to continue that momentum.
1: Uh, that's that's very good. And of course, the um, the Amtrak stop also encourages. Um, residents from nearby larger cities um, to come in and maybe spend a weekend at, at Lexington. It makes it a lot really easy to get there, you know, super easy to get back home. So I think that is exciting not only for Uptown, but exciting for the the entire community of, of, of Lexington. I know the the barbecue festival because of COVID got canceled once again, and that that's yeah. the second year in a row I believe that you all have not held the barbecue festival, which is a big, big boost uh, for the entire local economy in Lexington, and certainly a significant boost for Uptown, which is where a lot of the festivities and uh, a lot of, the, lot of the event is held. You know, what are, what are you all, the city officials, doing to try to navigate around that? Do you think that the barbecue festival will come back here in 2022? And then just what, what's been the impact to the bank account, right? Because you haven't been able to have this very large event the last couple of years.
0: You know, it is a very large event. And we all love the barbecue festival around here. It's actually, I believe it's the largest single day festival in North Carolina and has been for so many years. And so we're just trying to grow that as we bring it back this year. We are planning to do that. And we're thinking about maybe rebranding a few things. Maybe, you know, maybe every barbecue restaurant has their own tent and they're serving sliders. So you can kind of taste each restaurant's items. You know, maybe we have newer music or newer activities or nightly activities that build up to the larger festival so that people are staying here for the weekend. They're coming. They're seeing that, wow, Lexington has so much to offer. So we're really excited about the barbecue festival this year. It's, it's a big thing for Lexington, uh, but we're always looking at how we can adapt and do better going forward. And I think coming out of COVID is the best time to really look at, okay, well, what's worked in the past and what's going to work in the future? Who are our audiences now compared to who they were in the past? How can we have items and activities and and marketing that's going to look at all of these different audiences and not just whom we expect will come or who has come in the past? So I think that's all the conversations I'm trying to invest in. Um, But we're really excited about it. It's coming back. uh, It'll be I believe October 22nd, I'll have to look at my calendar, uh, but it's, it's always a huge day. Um, and we're going to just continue adding to it and, and growing it.
1: Well, I, I do hope you all are able to successfully bring it back this year. I've, I've certainly missed it for the last couple of years. We, we had had mm-hmm. plans to uh, get out and bring a photographer down and, you know, shoot some really cool video to talk about what the, the festival's all about. And so that that has been missed. And I do hope that some and I'm sure every resident in Lexington hopes that it gets back on for um October of this year. You know, I was down in, in Kinston uh this past weekend and they do a multi-day festival. I was actually down mm-hmm. in Kinston judging a, a barbecue contest down there for the whole Hog Barbecue barbecue series. And they their festival in Kinston is over several days and it does exactly what you talked about. So you you come in on I think Thursday and you're you're literally there all the way through half a day on Sunday. So you, you got that hotel revenue and the food revenue and the entertainment revenue, all that's happening, um, you know, right there in Kinstons. That's a great model for what I think you just, just mentioned. Before I get ready to wrap up, talk a little bit about what Uptown Lexington might be missing. What's the future? What What are you trying to attract into Uptown?
0: I think what we're really trying to do right now is to show folks that, hey, we want to update the events that we offer. We want to partner with more folks to have even better events. And we want to invest a lot of time in economic development so that um, we are partnering with the city to increase investment, whether that's through a boutique hotel, maybe it's through better facilities, maybe at the amphitheater. You know, Um, we're seeing a lot of investment coming in very soon for you know, multi-use facilities where upper floors may have bars, bottom floors may have retail. Um, We're seeing that as options both uptown and in the depot district. Um, Another really big thing I'm working on is to create our social district here. A lot of larger cities have adopted a social district where you can walk with alcohol. and, And so we're developing a district that I'm, my current idea is to call it the Lexington Arts and Social District. And so that would be a collaboration amongst depot area with the breweries and the amphitheater and also the new train station, as well as all of our bars and restaurants uptown, so that we have this walkable district with set hours and rules and whatnot where people can see, oh yes, I can go there and purchase alcohol, but also there are all these events and activities sponsored by either large festival groups or Arts Davidson County or other groups. And so that we can all collaborate and promote these different activities in one particular area so that's something i'm excited about and that'll be kind of in with our discussions about expanding downtown will be how how, do we want a social district is that something that's going to benefit our community so a lot of these discussions are happening and we're excited about the progress that we're making um let's see did you have another question there
1: no, actually, I'm about to wrap up, man. I'm running out of time. This it, it okay. goes faster than you you think sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, I'm right on board with you with the social district, and um, I I actually had a chance to work with Representative John Hardister in the House, who, who really pushed that that bill and that piece of legislation. I think it's going to be very helpful to a lot of downtown communities across the sure. state, and and hoping that uh, city officials and residents really embrace the idea and, and don't look at it as some reason for people to go out and get overly intoxicated. I I do think people can be responsible and and, and do both at the same time. Jacob, man, I really appreciate you joining me. You talked about collaborations. We're going to be collaborating together, Uptown Lexington Mm -hmm. and Jacob and myself. Uh, We do have Eat Drink Restaurant Week. That is happening March 20th through April 3rd. It's coming up really, really fast and we will have some Lexington restaurants participating. I do know Chef John Wilson has already signed up and um, we also talked to the Humble Plate down in Lexington. They've already agreed to participate in Restaurant Week and we expect more will we'll be signing on as well. We appreciate the partnership that Eat Drink Triad has with Uptown Lexington, as well as the Lexington Chamber and the Small Business Center um, over at davidson Davy Community College through Martha Larson, really, really appreciate Um, some of these relationships we've been able to form in Lexington. So if you're looking for something to do, you're looking for a staycation, you just want to get away, you don't want to go too far away, go down to Lexington, check out Uptown. Um, Real quick, Jacob, what's the website if they want to go learn more about Uptown Lexington?
0: Okay, it'd be UptownLexington.com or just look up our Facebook search for Uptown Lexington. Um, And we'll also be doing our Luck in Lexington promotion March 17th through the 19th. Uh, So come down to Lexington for that or come to the restaurant week the following week. Uh, But we just hope that folks will think about Lexington when they're planning their weekends, when they're planning their date nights. Um, And we're excited about all of these collaborations as well. So anything you need from us, um, we look forward to working with you guys uh, in the future. But thank you so So much for having me on today.
1: So go out and find the website, Uptown Lexington, go check them out on Instagram and Facebook, follow them to keep up with really cool special events happening in Lexington. Of course, you can always send messages if you got questions about places you wanna go down there, Jacob can get right back to you. Of course, if you're looking for restaurant ideas, Eat Drink Try It can also help out with that a little bit as well. Um, But always make sure you stay tuned to WTOB as well, because that is where Eat Drink Triad broadcasts every Sunday morning. And then you want to listen to WTOB every single week, because that's where I tell you my restaurant pick of the week. Um, So make sure you stay tuned to them. And then also just continue to follow Eat Drink Triad on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Until next time, y'all stay locked in.
0: Opinions of this podcast are solely those of the contributors and are not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be used or reproduced without the
1: express written consent of the Triad Food and Beverage Coalition.